in your Bibles, go to Mark chapter 12 and verse 29. Mark chapter 12 and verse 29. And the Lord's about to increase your capacity to believe and receive. Hallelujah. Mark 12, 29 reads like this. And Jesus answered him, the first of all commandments is here, O Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. So Eagle Summit today, the message is entitled, How to Love Thy Neighbor. How to Neighbor as a Real Kingdom of God Citizen. How to Neighbor as a Real kingdom of God citizen. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor. If you saved, you one of them citizens. A citizen in the kingdom is a person owing loyalty to and entitled to the birth to protection by Almighty God. Say, say neighbor. The Lord's protecting you because you're one of his citizens. Even now, angels are standing charge over you. And no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Not a one. Here in our opening text, Jesus, the Son of God, tells his people, it's a commandment to love thy neighbor as thyself. And I've been ministering this for a season. But if you don't love yourself, you can't transfer that love to anybody else. Say, say, friend. Make sure you love yourself too. Every day. I say every day. I see bonics for every day. In other words, the people in your neighborhood are to be loved the same way you desire to be loved. And in order to do that, you must daily learn to function in the love of God, so you daily release the love to others who are in your neighbor, in your neighborhood, okay? Now go to Ephesians 6 and 10. Ephesians 6 and 10. How are we gonna do that? How are we gonna be real kingdom citizens and take good care of our neighbors? Ephesians 6 and 10. This will bless you. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in yourself. Know yourself. Know yourself. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And then it says this, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand 
against the wiles of the devil. Say, say, say neighbor. The reason sometimes you not standing because you left some of your armor. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, all the fiery darts, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And the church said, folks here in this text, we're reminded of the necessity of being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And in order to do that, we must put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, first of all, you gotta know what armor is. Armor is a defense covering that you wear to protect against a weapon. And sometimes, the truth be told, we don't always put our armor on. You jump out, do your do, and you, ain't, you leave the house with no armor at all. You don't know the last time you spent some time, hallelujah, praising the Lord, you was, you're going to be late, so you're worrying about being late. Armor, again, is a defense covering worn to protect against the weapons. Now, Eagle Summit, the very first thing we each must acknowledge daily to ourselves is that we have to become real kingdom of God citizens because of accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Say, I'm a citizen of heaven because I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. When we did that, we became born again and became what Almighty God calls new creatures and sons and daughters that belong to him forever. But in order to do that, we each must accept that what it says as truth. See, I know, I know I'm anointed and I know I'm gifted, but some days I don't feel saved. Oh, okay. My feelings want to lead me. And, and I don't necessarily feel saved. But I'm still saved. I got news for you. You ain't going to always feel saved. But you got to know that you saved anyway. And salvation is more than a feeling. Oh, come on, when you go, you got to learn your feelings will lie to you. Oh, my goodness. Did you wake up this morning? 
Oh Lord, you alive, you blessed and highly favored. Will you? You gotta accept what he says as truth. Said another way, we must accept that Jesus Christ, huh, as our way, our truth, and our life. Because he is the way, the truth, and the life. So though we each are clothed in the physical body, we must daily learn to function in the spiritual realm every day. In other words, we are to walk by faith and not by sight. I, I don't know about you, but I done, I done grown now. I don't need to see everything before I believe it. Come on. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I don't need to see everything before I believe it. Come on. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I don't need to. Listen, if I had to wait to see y'all before you got here, oh, Lord. No, I knew you was coming here. I declared and decree you was coming here. I saw you coming. I call things that be not as though they are until they are. And look ahead. Look, look, look around. Look, look at your name. Say, neighbor. He saw you before you got here. In the spirit realm, I saw you. That's real, folks. You got to see. Hallelujah. We are to walk by faith and not by sight. We are to walk in the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And we learn to do that with the help of the Holy Spirit that helped Jesus when he was here in the flesh too. So we are to love our neighbors, get this, in the armor of God's truth. You got to first of all know that you 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 and God got it together. Even when you flunk, he still love you. Even when you want to quit, he still loves you. And his love never fails. Hallelujah. Say, 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 neighbor, stop comparing yourselves with other folk. Do you and be the best you you is. Now next, we are to love our neighbors while wearing the breastplate of righteousness. I got to go here. And by righteousness, we mean staying in right standing with the Lord in season and out of season. But in order to do that, we must maintain our personal relationship with the Lord so we value and appreciate the forgiveness of our sins and the abounding of his grace in and upon our individual and collective lives. See, you ain't going to want to be around nobody else if you always feel bad. You, you ain't going to want to be around. You want to help nobody if you always feel condemned. If you, if you don't understand that God forgave you already. That's why you're still alive. That's why you woke. Y'all ain't, ain't looking at me. That's why you, you woke up this morning because he got forgiveness on you. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because all have sinned and all have come short. But God forgave us. And gave us another chance. That feels pretty good. Especially when you remember what you used to do. And what you did. And God forgave you. Oh my God. That ought to set you free every day. I get up every day saying, Lord, I thank you. I'm, I'm forgiven. I forgive myself. You, you forgot that. I forgive myself. 
I forgive faith. I'm hearing myself say, I forgive myself. I forgive myself. And sometimes you got to say that over and over and over and over again until you really feel it. I said, I don't need a feeling, but I need a faith. I need a faith believing. In order to do that, you got to maintain your personal relationship with the Lord so you value and appreciate forgiveness. What do you mean, Pastor? If you remember when you should have been destroyed and God forgave you, oh my God, that'll make you jump. That'll make you leap. That'll make you hop because you, you know that you're living because of forgiveness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And here's the next point. If you've been forgiven, you want somebody else to be forgiven. Neighbors need to be understanding that, yeah, you, they need forgiveness too. Not condemnation. Well, you went to church. I didn't go to church. I said, all right, God forgives you. I love you. Hello, what's your problem? Can I help you? Say, God, I'm understanding. I need to value and appreciate every day forgiveness. Where my sin abound, your grace abounds even more. In other words, if it was not for the grace and mercy of the Lord, we too would be lost and on our way to hell instead of heaven. Point to say, say, say neighbor, you're going to heaven. I say it. You're going to heaven. Now, now, and note, it's a breastplate that covers our heart so that we are not easily hurt when Satan's fiery darts, when they come our way. Why? Because we learn that in this life, there shall be trials and tribulations. But we also learn to be of good cheer with the help of the Holy Spirit our comforter and our God. And when you have neighbors that see, they know you're going through stuff and you have joy and you have peace, it, it attracts them. Somebody got to know that, you know, you ain't the only one. They got to know that, you, you yeah, I'm going through some stuff, but I, I'm going to be happy today. The sun is shining. I, 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 I do have a penny. I got, I, I got food and I, I got my mind. I'm healthy. That's called letting your light shine in the midst of darkness. And remember to remember that God says that the issues of life flow from the heart. The issues of life flow from the heart. That is all the more reason we each need our hearts to be protected so the issues of life don't block the blessings of the Lord that maketh rich and addeth no sorrows. Ask the person sitting next to you, do you have your breastplate on? Or are the issues of life making you feel defeated rather than victorious? See, if you don't have your heart protected, them issues begin to mess with you. All they do, they begin to rise up and tell you that, you know, all hell done broke loose and you be, you be quoting the issues instead of what God says. 
You be listening to the lies. You ain't going to never make it. You ain't going to No, 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 no. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And you got to guard your heart. You can't listen to everything. You can't watch everything. You got to understand, you know what? Uh, no, no, no. You, you coming after my heart. Folks, I got to go ahead. Some stuff on social media is coming after your heart. It's coming after your heart. It's coming to make you mad. It's coming to make you sad. It's coming to make you depressed. It's coming with lies. So you become addicted to social media and not God. Mm -mm, no, 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 no. You got no one to shut that thing up. No, mm -mm, no, no. God, I praise you. God, I worship you. God, God, I want to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I want to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. There no evil shall befall me, neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling. Lord, I praise you. You got to guard your heart. Right now. Right now. Mm -hmm. Do you have your breastplate on? Meaning, mm-mm, no, mm-mm. Somebody come throwing a dart, mm-mm, no, mm-mm, no, I ain't gonna, no, mm-mm, no, 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 no weapon formed to me. I'm blessed. Look, look, say, say, friend. You're blessed and highly favored. Remember that. Remember that. And keep that breastplate over your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ask that person again. Do you have the breastplate? Or are the issues of life making you feel defeated rather than victorious? Next. We each need our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Eagle Summit each and every day in order to not constantly feel defeated. You will need the Holy Spirit to release his supernatural peace to rule in your hearts more than fear, doubt, and anger. Close your eyes for a minute. Say, Holy Spirit, release your peace to rule in my heart. Move out anything that's not peace. I command it to go from me. Peace arise in my heart. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is our comforter who was assigned by the Father to release supernatural peace that passeth all understanding. Now, please get this understanding. When you roll with God, there are going to be some things you ain't going to understand. There's going to be some things he's going to do that you're going to have no understanding. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. You'll be doing something that he told you to do. And then the next day you find out that what he told you yesterday had to do with today, not yesterday. And like, I, I didn't know, but I followed your instruction, but it wasn't for today. It was for yesterday. It wasn't yesterday. It's for today. That's. And you be saying, well, Lord, why didn't you tell me? Because he wants you to trust him and stop leaning to your own understanding. But in all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. My God. Um, look at that person next to you. Say, 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 what God wants you to have is perfect peace. Peace that passes all understanding. 
some things with God you're not going to understand until he wants you to. Holy Spirit can release a peace that passeth all understanding regardless of your life test that you're walking through. Now, next armor to be applied is the shield of faith so that you're able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Eagle Summit, when you have and apply the shield of faith, nothing will again seem impossible because you are transformed by the renewing of your mind to think God's thoughts and to function in God's higher ways. Example, some of you, when we ask for you to pay your tithes and offerings, some of you choke because you want to figure out how it's going to happen. But guess what? Then you start doing it and then God begins to do some stuff that you didn't know he was going to do. Oh yes, he does. He rebukes the devourer and pours you out a blessing that you have to receive. Say, 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 neighbor, I got good news for you. There's a blessing coming your way that you have no understanding. It's exceeding, abundant, above all that you ask or think. And guess what? He's going to rebuke the devourer for your sake. He promised that. And his promises are yes and amen. And amen, amen means it's already done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. So when you connect with a neighbor who's struggling in life, you are better able to be able to help them in light in the midst of earth as being a light in the midst of the darkness. Why? Because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Say, I don't need to see everything to have hope. Now, the next two armors I want to share of the key to why many are not able to help their neighbors the way they should is here we go. Folks, the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, must be learned to be used with gentleness and compassion more than arrogance and selfishness. Have you ever met a saved person and all they do is Jesus, 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 Jesus. I said Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You can be so holy and so sanctified that you don't know how to shift gears and relate to people as if, you know, they human just like you. Yeah, you quote the scripture, but you got to know when to shut it down. Bring your gigantic Bible into the workplace, and spread it out. Every time somebody come near your desk, you start quoting the scripture. Come on now. You done gone crazy. Yes, you have. And you wonder why they don't want to come near your desk or you, they know when you get to your, all you're going to say is, did you read this? Did you read that? Hey, uh, God said this and God said that. Sometimes you just need to have some good light front. 
Hallelujah. You need to talk, you know, just natural language. Good morning. How are you? Anything bothering you? Is anything I can pray with you about? Is anything I concern about you? But no, thus saith the Lord. <laughs> the Lord said, and the fire gonna fall down and kill you. You better straighten up and fly right. Come on, God. Got that big, and you don't know the last time you read it. <laughs> you got it on. <laughs> You got it on your desk. You got, oh gosh. That's real, folks. That's real, folks. There's a reason people run from the church because they find that we are so religious that we don't know how to be touched with their feelings. Amen. Everybody that comes to church, you, know, you just can't be quoting the scripture all the time. You can't. Because you be talking grace and they be saying, do you eat? Where we go, we're going to eat? Grace. They don't even know what grace is. And they be talking about, you know, no, I haven't, haven't had a meal yet, so I didn't say my grace. That's real, folks. It's real. You be talking, you be talking to people, and you, they don't even know what you're talking about. You know, um, I'm born again. Born again? Yeah, my mama birthed me. They don't know about the second birth. They don't know about the confession with their mouth and believing with their heart. They don't, they don't know. They don't know that. And you didn't know it either. Oh, you did not know. You did not know that. And so when you get with a neighbor, you, you got to be able to be able to shift gears and not be so holy and so sanctified that, you know, they can't be, you, you can't even be with them, you know. And don't make fun of the fact that they don't know because you didn't know. And still don't know. How the boss Salvation is based upon abounding grace and abounding mercy and love of God. In other words, you have not always been saved. Amen. You have not always been sanctified. And you have not always been holy all your life either. And yes, you should be glad you finally made the correct faith life change that has made a marked difference in your life, be glad, yeah, yeah. And if that is true, why can't you help someone else to be loving uh, with the love of God and allow them the time it takes, huh, for them to be transformed into being born again? Uh, look, 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 say, 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 say neighbor, did, did you get saved right away? Or did it take you a long time? So let's be very clear that how to neighbor as a real kingdom citizen will require wearing the whole arm of God daily so the fiery darts of the wicked bounce off you because of the supernatural peace and the supernatural power of God you daily walk in. Now, what am I saying? With the whole armor, a helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, loins girded about with truth, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel, it helps keep you in a zone. Yeah. In a zone that you can be around unsaved folk and it don't bother you no more. It don't mean that you're better than them, but you know it ain't nothing but grace. Ain't nothing but mercy. And then be approachable 
so that when they have need, Lord, now what's the wisdom for this? What's the wisdom for that? Be approachable, not rejectable. Approachable, because once they find out that your light is shining, they're going to be gravitated towards the light. Oh, they're coming back. And then you need the wisdom from God, how much to share. Say, God, I'm available every day. Hallelujah. Now, as I begin to close, I remind each of us that the word of God is the sword of the spirit. And because the swords are used to cut, we must learn to heed the Holy Spirit's instruction of when and when not to cut. Let's be honest. Don't it, don't it make you feel good to cut sometime? <laughs> I know y'all saved and sanctified. But don't it, to, it, if you ever been sliced, you, it feels, it's like, mm, oh, that feels so good to slice. Come on, folks. Cut. Slice. There's something about slicing that makes you feel important. Hallelujah. You feel like you're grown up now because now you know how to cut, slice. Ah. In other words, cutting your neighbor with the word of God can cause the unsaved to run away from God rather than to him. Say, 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 neighbor, can't cut everybody. Slow your roll. And that is why Ephesians 6, 18 says that praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints is another new faith normal to be practiced and applied. In other words, you got to have a conversation with God. Let him lead you. Let him guide you. Let him direct you. Eagle Summer, remember that thick praise, thick worship, and thick prayer should become a real daily normal that is done with the kingdom delight in the name of Jesus. Now, here I want to begin to close. Do you know that every one of you in here that has confessed Christ, um, every day you have some armor to put on. Make sure you put on the helmet of salvation, meaning know that you know that you know that you know that you say whether you feel like it or not. Put on the breastplate of righteousness, meaning make sure that you guard your heart with peace. Stop, you know, stop fretting about everything. Have peace in your heart. You got to talk to yourself sometimes. No, no, mm -mm. Get off of me, heaviness. Get off of me, depression. Get off, no, mm. get off of me, fear. No, no, no. I have peace. God arise. Give me peace. And then gird your loins about with truth. In other words, uh, speak truth. And recognize the difference between a lie and the truth. Begin to speak the truth. Have your feet shy with the preparation of the gospel, the good news. Above all, take the shield of faith and quench the fiery darts of the wicked. You got to know when to quench the stuff. You got to know when to turn that social media off, turn that radio off, turn your mind off and shut it down. Every day you need to have a moment of silence. 
there will keep you in perfect peace because your mind is stayed. You got to know when you've been, been bombarded by stuff and it's coming to get in your heart and get in your mind and keep you from having victory. Shield of faith. Quenching the fiery darts of the wicked. And have find some things that make you laugh. Look at your neighbor and laugh. Laughter's medicine. Come on. Don't leave here today and take your armor off. Don't leave here today and be saved today and tomorrow you be like, I don't, mm. I know I went to Eagle Summit yesterday, but today is, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rough day and you start confessing it and talking about and calling things that be not and they, may be, they become because you said it with your mouth. By your words, you're justified. By your words, you're condemned. The whole armor. Mm -hmm. And then when you meet a neighbor, remember that that neighbor needs some grace too. Yes. And ask God, God, what's the wisdom for this neighbor? That's right. And he'll tell you everything. He will. And then sometimes you say, don't say nothing. Just wave at him. Right. Look at your neighbor beside you. Just, just wave at you. Just wave. Wave it at you. Do you know sometimes just a wave means something? It means everything. It's acknowledging, see? And you, you know, and then, all right, now, Lord, what's the next step? And then pray for them every day because your prayers avail much. Take your neighbor by the hand. We're going to pray. Say, Father, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, I accept my calling as one of your own. I ask that you, ask that you would, use me would use me to impact, to impact my, neighborhood my neighborhood and reach my neighbors, reach my neighbors those that need you, those that need to, you become their personal savior. to become their personal Savior. I thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord that my neighborhood, that my neighborhood is, saved is saved in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And God, the hand that I hold now, God, I, hold. I declare and decree, declare that, and decree that from this moment forward, they daily wear your whole armor, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, their loins girded about with truth, their feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. Above all, they take the shield of faith and they quench the fiery darts of the wicked in that they pray and their prayers avail much. They're not anxious for anything but in everything everything by prayer and supplication and a whole lot of thanksgiving you give them victory after victory in Jesus name father thank you for the revelation that I am we are kingdom citizens and we flow in the supernatural Signs, wonders, and miracles are daily normal. In Jesus' name, shout hallelujah. We win. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Thank you, Lord. See, I'm not leaving without my armor.
I'm not leaving without my armor. For those of you that have been viewing, we want you to know God loves you. His grace is abounding and his love is never failing. In Jesus' name.